I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Oh, God. What are you huffing at? Why, why would you huff and say, oh, God, at the beginning of our podcast? It's the worst. I, no, no, because are you I'm, becoming religious? I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. And I'm waiting. What do you mean you're waiting? I'm sitting right opposite you on Zoom. What are you waiting for? You're on your phone. I'm not on my phone. I just like a bit of attention. Right, listen, I give you more attention than anyone, more attention than your girlfriend gives you. I don't think that's true. Sexually, physically, and mentally. Personally, don't want any sexual attention from you, thanks. Uh, Listen, I tell you every single day, pretty much, that I I love you, that I think you're great. And what do I get in return? Nothing. I get an okay, thanks. Yeah? Yeah. I've done it before, I'm going to do it again. Francis, do you love me? You do have a point there, actually, I think. Well, listen, I'm going to say it again. Francis... Do you love me? What do you think about Frankie Bridge? <laughs> no. Don't slide away from this one, sucker. Jamie, actually, you know, I was thinking about it the other day. Uh-huh. I was thinking, we, we do have fun, you know, the podcast and the tour. Uh, do you know when I was thinking, I was, I, was, I, was um, I was watching this old uh, Louis Theroux episode. I was uh, watching Louis Theroux the other night as well. He was interviewing Debbie McGee and, uh, what's his name? The Magician. The Magician. And, they, and you know, they, were, they did a performance. They, they filmed a lot of that episode at that place in Lincoln, the theatre. That yes, we did that's our, what we went to. And, it, yeah, and, and yeah. also, what was so funny, it had just been bought then. And yeah. when we wanted it, it was just being bought then as well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I won't say I won't say what they said about the guy who the previous owner, but but, um, <laughs> but do you remember what they said about it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. He's if probably the, like, what did they say about? Yeah, me? I don't know if the theatre in Lincoln does that well, obviously. And actually, now and lots of theatres are not doing well because. But it's a beautiful theatre. It's a beautiful theatre. I, re- I remember we recorded a, a, a podcast there as well. Do you remember in in the audience? Yeah, we did. We recorded quite a few podcasts on our little tour. No, no, no. At Link in that, that theatre as well. Yeah. Do you remember we sat in the audience? I do, I remember. Are you, are you trying to say that you, you, you like me and you like hanging out with me? Is that what it is? I'm just trying to say that, you know, these are good memories. Yeah. Hey, buddy, I'm with you. I'm with you, Sonny Jim. Hey, listen, we have a good podcast because who's our guest today, Francis? A fellow performer. A fellow performer. <laughs> Why do you say it twice? Like it's going to really sink in if you say it twice. No, it's, it's just... You know, I want everyone to just consider that we, you know, you, me, Frankie Bridge, we're all coming from the same, you know, stage background. Yeah, we've all we've all been in theatre at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we have um, Frankie Bridge on the podcast today, and weirdly enough, we always announce who. So I should have let you in- introduce it. Sorry, I, no. I ruined it. <laughs> no, but we always introduce who the guest is. But in fact, they've already seen it because it's written there on the actual podcast thing. So they've seen it's Frankie Bridge. So we don't need to say it's Frankie Bridge, but we're saying it anyway. Yeah, but there are procedures, protocols we have to follow. Otherwise, you know, if we don't have order, what do we have? That's true. Just... That is true. So we have Frankie on the podcast. Um, Frankie is is a friend of mine. She is now a friend of yours, I would say, Francis. Yeah? Yeah. Well, I'll let her say that. Okay. Now? No, no. You know, when I next see her. <laughs> we had Frank in the podcast. We chatted about lots of different things. Uh, we chatted about uh, her book, Open, uh, by Frankie Bridge, which you can go and get. She also has a podcast, Open Mind, with Frankie Bridge, that I appeared on. When did appear on? I did appear on it. I, do you appear on a podcast or do you go on it? Yeah, a, you do. You, you appear you do. on it. You appear. Yeah. 
Brighton Pier. Yeah, have you been to Brighton Pier? I have been to Brighton Pier once. Yeah, yeah. Brighton's quite lovely, actually. Quite didn't like. Didn't we? It. Go, didn't we film something yeah, we, in Brighton? We, did, we played. We played volleyball in March. It was oh, freezing yeah. cold in Brighton. <laughs> Bizarre. And they tried to make it look like Tom Cruise in Top Gun, and we definitely <laughs> oh didn't look like God. that. <laughs> No one could play. No one was tall enough to hit it over the net. <laughs> Who was it that was that was really taking it seriously? Fred, was it, was it Fred. No, 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 it was Hugo. <laughs> it was a Hugo. <laughs> hey, listen, everybody, uh, you're going to enjoy this episode. It's one of my favourites of the year, I'd have to say. Um, Frankie yeah? Bridge. That's a bit harsh to everyone else. No, listen, I just, I just really enjoy Frankie. I think she's epic. Do you know what my favourite one was? What? The last bonus one that we did. Oh, when it's just you and I? Yeah. Okay. All right, honey. All right, everybody. Hey, hey, listen. If you would like to get in touch, we would really... If you don't listen to our bonus ones, you're really missing out. <laughs> yeah, you You've are. You've got to listen to those. Yeah. You, it, it, actually, you should set a timer. Not a timer, uh, uh, but a, an alert. <laughs> set a timer. So, for, for all our bonus ones, just so you get alerted. Because actually, we, we share a lot of stuff and sometimes we delete them right after we release them so, <laughs> so only a few people get to hear them. hey listen also we really appreciate you tuning in every single week as always and we would love you to get in touch every single wednesday as francis says we do our bonus episode and we want to hear from you the listener we want to hear your stories your comments your questions whatever it is either get in touch dm us at private podcast or you can email us at contact at privatepartspodcast.com um, send us an email, send us a DM. We want to hear from you. We'll read them out on a Wednesday uh, when the podcast is released. But right now, ladies and gentlemen, Francis, intro Frankie Bridge. Ladies and gentlemen, international pop sensation, S Club 7 Juniors, then the Saturdays, and now mother to one. No, to two. Two kids. To two. <laughs> to two children. To two beautiful children, mar- happily married. What are their names? What are their names? <clears throat> um, Wayne Jr., <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And? And Juanita. <laughs> it's a boy. It's a boy. They're both boys. Oh. And Wayne the second. Wayne the third. All right, everybody. Here's the podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Frankie Bridge. Has anyone started like a new diet or anything like that, having been in lockdown? Because I've been, I've been drinking, haven't been drinking any dairy, not eating any gluten, and still, my stomach is is not feeling right, and I don't understand what the hell's going on. And, and probably I all like, the pizza you eat. I, what do you mean pizza? I, I don't eat that much pizza. Those late night pizzas. What do you mean late night pizza? Are you a secret eater? What do you mean a secret? I'm not he, a he, secret eater. How can you be a secret eater where you go down and like have a midnight feast or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm just. I'm one of these people <laughs> who are trying to find out what the hell's wrong with my stomach, and I don't have know. Have you done one of those York test things? What's the York test? The y- Yorkie test. York test. You like order it online. I can't remember. Oh, you do like a little pinprick and then you send it off and then it sends you back like what your intolerances are or like what you're allergic to. Oh, uh, no, I do. I do like a uh, blood test every few months, every quarter for my like what, vitamins what? and stuff. Oh, really? Oh, vitamins, vitamins. What are you vitamins about? Bl- my blood work. I oh, know I just get so I so I, and it tells you what nutrients you need to eat. Okay, oh. okay. That, I think that's complete horseshit. What do you mean? What, 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 what do they say that you need to eat? So they say you can't like eat herring or something like that? No, no, no. It just says, okay, uh, you need your folate is low. You need to eat more broccoli. Or, or you know, it's, 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 it kind of gives you a, um, a rundown of your entire blood work and all the nutrients you, you, you need. Frankie, have you ever found out that you're intolerant to anything? I am intolerant to dairy. Yeah, hey, hey, snap. Snap. What happens when you eat dairy? What happens? 
I don't really know. I don't really know the. You just what. explode. You don't that? want to find out. <laughs> no, yeah, I don't know. I don't feel like I've noticed it. I do all this stuff more for like gut, brain, health. Yes. So I did um, a DNA thing where they send you a kit again, and it and it you swab all inside of your mouth mm-hmm. and then send it off, and then it tells you what like you're lacking a bit, like I suppose what Francis has done, and it tells you what like part of your DNA doesn't convert things and stuff like that. So what vitamins you need to do all that, and one of them came back that I was intolerant to lactose because my body doesn't convert it to what it should or something. Um, <laughs> So I've done all that, um, but actually what I found really interesting was most of my genes that I don't have or that don't work properly are all things that lead, can lead to like depression and anxiety. Oh, really? A diet is so genetically influenced uh, now that yeah. they're, 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 more and more that they're realizing that a lot of these diets, you know, from one person to the next, they just don't apply. I think that's the future is really, really genetic specific uh, thank you, thank you professor. Uh, nutrition. But Frankie, I'm so with you on that, like in terms of gut health and, and your, your mental health, right? Is that mm. I, I started this stuff called Simproof, which is like stuff for your gut. Oh, yeah. And when I was taking He's that. He's being I, paid by them. I wasn't being paid by them. I wasn't being paid by them at all. They actually invited me to their farm. Yeah, like, exactly. No, that no. sounds a bit. Is, is this for the podcast or are we just chatting? <laughs> this is for the podcast. This is for the oh. podcast. Yeah, yeah, Frankie, don't worry. Everything you say. What goes on at their farm? I don't know what happens at their farm, but they are. They d- but what one do you drink? Do you drink the flavoured one or the original? Well, why would you ever drink the original? That's why I only drink the mango yeah, one. Yeah, but I was drinking the, the flavoured one, mm. but it has like sweeteners in it. Oh, you're stuff. such a so pushy mum. Look have at you. the original. You're, you're like a pushy mum. Yeah, you don't want to eat sweeteners. You you're trying to be healthy. This. You can't have that. You can't have this. Oh. I'm just telling you how it is, Jamie. You can go to their farm all you want, but that's the truth. <laughs> uh, okay, I get it. So, hello, everyone. Welcome to Private Parts Podcast. This is where we read the most intimate and sort of details of our mind on the podcast. Very exciting. Frankie Bridge. Woohoo! My mother-in-law has just tried to ring me and it's come up on my phone. Has it? So you introduced me and then you disappeared. Oh, did did, did, did we come back? We we just introed you with a big whoop whoop. um, I know, and I was not even taking any notice of you. I'm turning my phone off. That's totally fine. So, um, so, so listen, yeah, so, uh, so do you, are you, with your kids, are you quite like health conscious of that? Do you say you can't eat sweets and things like that, like my mum used to do? No. You're not, you just feed them up. No. You know what? I, when I was growing up, I had, we had like a sweet cupboard. So like with crisps and chocolate in and stuff like that. And because it was always there, we didn't really go to it that often. Like Mm. obviously we did, but not all the time. I wasn't obsessed with it. Whereas I had friends whose parents were like so strict Mm. that I kid you not, one of my mates used to literally watch me put every crisp into my mouth in the playground. And then like when they came around to our house, they all used to go straight for the sweet cupboard. But it's... So I've kind of always had this notion that if I don't make a big deal out of it and I don't like starve them of it, then they won't be obsessed with it. But it makes it. sense because you're giving them a sense of agency in like, and, and it exercises their discipline, right? They don't no, actually... Listen, I don't think that quite works in parenthood because if, if you, if it's like... If it, I if think that, it does If work. that relates to anything... If they like, if they come home and they're suddenly taking heroin, you, you're like, "Don't take too much, just take a little bit." No, but if you try and I deprive, I feel like you've taken a big jump there from like a couple of chocolate buttons. To hey, listen, Frankie, it starts low. It starts low, and it starts to get bigger. That's you're what, full of shit. <laughs> that's what happens. That's what happens. No, because they'll come in and they'll they'll be like, "Oh, can I have this?" And I'll say, "Yeah, whatever." But then there is a point where I'm like. 
mate, you've already had chocolate. Have a banana or have yeah. some grapes or you've got whatever. a you've got a reason with them, like like grown yeah. ups. You know, I think I think yeah. a lot of, a lot of uh, I I don't think that's a good way of parenting. Is like just depriving them of everything because it's bad for them. You've got to like explain to I, them. Yeah, I used to have like friends also that had like McDonald's Day, so like on a Tuesday they were allowed to go to McDonald's, and I always used to say to my mum like, oh mum, why don't we have a McDonald's Day? And she was like because we can take you any day. Why do you need a day to go? But I was like, because my mates were doing it. That's what I thought yeah. was cool. But I could have it whenever I, obviously we didn't have it whenever we wanted, but like technically it, yeah. we didn't need a day for it. In Jamie's <laughs> house, actually, it's McDonald's day every day, right? No, it's, it's, <laughs> it's not at all. I, I, my parents were that strict that I, so we, we had like a same as, same. we had a sweet jar on the top of like this uh, big counter thing. And I was allowed one sweet after lunch on a Saturday because I was too hyper. So I had that. And then, no, yeah. I can't imagine that. Yeah, I had that. And then uh, my friend Charlie, my friend Charlie lived uh, like down the road. Well, he didn't live down the road, he lived quite far. But he had a, he had a sweetie cupboard. I was like your friend, Frank. I would come in there and I would go straight into the sweetie cupboard and like just nail like everything because I was never exactly. allowed it. And see, exactly. And then, but so what happens is, I feel like exactly that. If you're deprived of stuff as like a kid, that's why I was a bit of a rebellious kid because I was like deprived of so many things. So, so you just contradicted yourself. What? What do you mean? You said yeah, that because you, you were saying no. That's right. You'll go yeah. and take hey, heroin. You're just, you're just saying I, what you want to hear, Frank. No, I'm not saying. Yeah, what you, yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't you don't have to agree with me, Jamie. It's fine. He's just, you, he just wants to agree with everyone so that they like him. <laughs> no, I don't, I yeah. don't care. Listen, I don't care whether anyone <laughs> agrees with me or not. I'm just saying. I just think. I tell you what. I, th I think it's quite okay. Let's go back to the original. I think it's quite hard <laughs> to be a parent because how do you parent your kids? There's no like there, there are there's no like manual to do it. And there so, are loads of manuals. No, there's no manual. <laughs> There's no like parroting book that you can read. <laughs> I think there might be. <laughs> but Frankie, when you first had your your kids, were you not scared because you would suddenly like are you suddenly like God? You have this child and you have to look after it. And then how do you, you know, how do you do? You give it sweets? Do you not give it sweets? Do you let it go outside? Do you not let it go outside? I was scared yeah, of a Tamagotchi. Um, so <laughs> let it. Um, Why are you calling it it? It. <laughs> your son. Because sorry. he doesn't have. He doesn't have one. Um, no. You know what? It, when I was pregnant, I did have this realization. I remember saying to Wayne, "I was like, shit. Like we've got to teach them everything. Like everything that they're gonna know, we have to." Teach and if you them. miss something Obviously, important, far, like, yeah. Like I don't know. I, don't, I can't think of something, but like manners. Yeah. Obviously, we all try and teach our kids manners, but there's only so much you can do. And I just had that like realization that, oh God, everything I know and most things about me, I have learned. And you realize when a newborn baby comes into the world that they're just neutral. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. they've got so no con preconceived ideas. They don't have any opinions. And also like their body is so pure. So like things like sweets and sugar and stuff, you're like, or if I never gave them sugar, they would never know what it is. So they'd never miss it and their body would never have it. What? But then you get to a point when what? they're older and you're what? like... Why do you think they'll suddenly turn 30 and be like, what is this? <laughs> this <sugar? laughs> what is this sugar what stuff? What is this sugar stuff? <laughs> hey, but do you know... I mean, even if you didn't give it to them, someone else will. They'll go to a party and they'll have cakes and they'll have sweets. Yeah. And, you know. I remember when I was younger, I was thinking like, okay, if I have kids, I'm just going to basically bring them to a, 
uh, a, a mountain, like the Alps, and just feed them really the most nutritious food and never al- allow them to have it. But actually, I guess it's not really practical, is it? Because I guess they it's could send them really. to... You would, to wait, hang on, dude. We can't skip over that. Wait, hang on a second. <laughs> Take them to the Alps on a mountain and just that Just feed, the feed them like organic uh, vegetables you, and like, you know, and let them ski and run and, and just, you know. Well, and you'd live in the Alps. So yeah. what do you mean? So they would just ski and then just walk back up to the like log cabin that you lived in. No, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, that like you had uh, built. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, maybe yeah in Switzerland, I guess. You sound like Wayne. Literally, my husband's like version of life would be like we all just go live on a beach. He opens like a bar shack, and the kids like that's just my learn plan to surf, as well. And then that's that's our life. And I'm like. Mm-hmm. Okay, so like, what would I be doing in this equation? And like, what would our kids learn? And he's like, to surf. You'd be doing heroin. <laughs> That's what you. <laughs> what is your obsession? I don't know why I've got obsession today. But I, I... He, it's called an addiction, actually, frankly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. He's not had his fix. Medical, medical terminology for it. I just did this funny thing the other day on the internet with this guy. This guy was trying to. He was, he was going. He was saying, um, "Oh, what, what is that? <laughs> this is such a tangent." He's going, "What is that? What is that bird leaf? What is that bird leaf that tickles you?" And you went, "What a feather!" <laughs> <laughs> oh, I couldn't stop laughing. Who said that? I did. I saw it on the internet. Some guy describing what a feather was. He goes, it's, you know, it's a bird leaf. I don't know. What a feather. Bird leaf. <laughs> See, if you don't teach your kids these things, people will laugh at them. <laughs> <laughs> but also, also, there was the other one that I saw. Sorry to go on another tangent. The other one I saw, they said, um, what is it when you're like, you know, you're, you're really, you're really like horny for Halloween, but you don't want to have sex with a pumpkin, but you're really horny for Halloween? They went, what, excited? <laughs> <laughs> But Frankie, there's something like amazing about living like a simpler life. I always think. Do you know what I mean? Like, this, yeah. because we we live in like, and especially now because of lockdown. I know everyone bangs on about lockdown and things like that, but yeah, it's like this. It's this big deal. <laughs> yeah. It's the new Brexit. <laughs> like what? It didn't even it didn't even make a difference to me. <laughs> But it is, uh, do you know what? I, when I was down in the countryside, I went to the countryside just to just to kind of. You got an Airbnb for the whole of lockdown. <laughs> no, I didn't get yeah. an Airbnb. <laughs> I didn't. I, I got a a thing. I rented a place just um, up the road from my mum's. But I found like the simpler way of life actually after a while was actually quite nice. So Wayne's idea to go to a beach, have a shack, get let the kids surf, that sounds sweet as anything. Yeah, I have to admit, like there are there are times when I think, oh, should we just fuck this all off and just (laughs) go and live our lives but I don't know and and lockdown has massively made it more appealing (laughs) yes yes yeah I'm with you on that I'm so like I'm I I hide it well but I'm quite like a socially awkward person like I get really anxious about social situations so for me like lockdown has been amazing because I haven't had to worry about that 
Um, can I can I just can I just sorry Frankie to cut you? Can I just say first of all, if you haven't read Frankie's book Open, go and read it. It's fabulous. Um, I actually read it Frankie whenever I was on the loo. So just to give you a little image, oh, yes, again, that's nice. no worries about it. But I've I've, I've pretty much finished it now. Um, but you, oh, he spends a lot of time. On yeah, spends a lot of time on the loo. He I'm does. Yes, I do actually. Yeah, I do. It's a man thing. Yeah, I, I love it. I'm I'm a good twenty minutes. I thought it was IBS, an IBS thing. No. It's <laughs> I've just been reading my book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But but what is what was interesting is that you did you talk about your social anxiety, and it's it's funny that normally what, what normally people who uh, perceive to be the most social are actually the ones who get socially anxious. And anyone to meet you or to talk to you, to chat to you, or be in your presence, they would just be like, "What are you even talking about? How can you be social?" And that's what's funny about some people because you because people don't realize that about a lot of individuals. No, uh, even my friends, they're like, you're not socially awkward. Um, obviously, my closest friends, they know that like the build up to that night out or whatever, I've been thinking so many different things and stressing out about it. Um, and I think that's what has been nice is I haven't had to do that. And also like, because then you were limited on who you could see as time's gone on. I've only really seen those that I'm closest to. So I haven't had to worry about, you know, like the people that you're like, yeah, we'll hang out. And you're like, oh, I don't really want to, but I've got to. Haven't had to do that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. And then you're literally like, oh, sorry, COVID, oh, I can't do it. Yeah, But, the, but yeah. I think that's, that's I, but I think everyone, I think now social anxiety is one of these like big things at the moment because, because we're all so connected now. Like we're all so connected through like social media and like WhatsApp and like emails and phone calls and everything. But before we only had like a pager, right? We didn't have like anything to like connect connect each other with and so you can see what everyone's doing all the time and then you feel but actually like we do we, we communicate more on social more, media yeah. and whatsapp and dig, like digital uh, communications than actually in real person so we've it's almost like especially over these past few months people have people have i guess we've kind of continued to uh, we, we've actually been lucky jamie it really doing this because we actually get to in, engage with people for the first every, time every every <laughs> week <laughs> every, every week but but a lot of people have actually just forgot how to like so- socialize and interact with interact with people because you just haven't spoken to yeah. people for so long in person i i've done i've still managed to do my podcast which has been nice and obviously everyone then got really into like zoom with their friends and stuff which i hated because everyone talks yeah. over each other and oh the worst was house out. party do you remember that Oh remember yeah, there was I like a, there was like a, there was like a week p- period where everyone was on house party. I was like, this is really I, intrusive. <laughs> like, yeah. how it's just fucking ringing. It's suddenly like this, suddenly this house party just drops up and all these random people. There's like ten like, people. Yeah, there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, that's exactly what I, mean. I, I I didn't understand house party to begin uh, with, and I and and I was on it, and this guy who was at my school when I was five years old called Josh who I, like, randomly, like, met at, like, a party when I was, like, 15 and kept his number. Him and another guy suddenly popped into my house party. <laughs> Hadn't seen them in 20 years. I was actually like, hey. Oh, hi, guys. And wow, people age. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. Whoa, they do. They probably did the same thing about me, but I was like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> hey, guys. But I'm with, I'm with you, Frank. Weirdly, but I think, do you know what? I think the majority of people... Um, you know, I think I think a lot of people. Obviously, it was it, the whole situation has been really ha- hell for a lot of people because of jobs yeah. and financial situations and all these different things and 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 uh, deaths and everything and health. 
but there has been a majority of people who actually have enjoyed it because of that reason, because you don't have to go and socialise. And, and you don't feel this pressure of going out and having to meet people and see mm. people and do these different things. And I think that's quite a nice thing to be able to not worry about, because I definitely worry about that a lot of the time. Um, I think it's almost yeah. like it's almost uh, neutralized FOMO for a lot of people, right? People are like, well, That's actually, I didn't miss out on much. I actually got loads of stuff exactly. done. So, I, uh, you know, I, I, that was one of my biggest things, like especially work wise, like in most industries, obviously, I can only talk on behalf of ours. But like, you know, you're pretty much self-employed. So you're waiting for like the next job to come in and you're seeing other people doing things. And you're like, oh, should I have been doing more of that? Or how comes they've got that job or I haven't? none of that in lockdown and it has been so nice to just kind of concentrate on yourself and be like well no one else is doing anything so we're good yeah 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 yeah. you don't have any you don't have that fear of other people because it's true because that's what social you do you have a fear of other people only when he's on the heroin <laughs> yeah, yeah frank you just don't have that with fear heroin, of other people <laughs> Frankie's obsessed with heroin all the time, <laughs> but it but it is um, it's interesting, right? Because there was this like so there's this like statistic they talk about. So if you have like a wedding, right? If you have like a wedding, normally you would invite if you do have a, this many friends, you would invite like a hundred to two hundred people. Loads of people you don't want. Them. Yeah, well, it will exactly, and you would invite one to two hundred people, and that's the kind of people that you a know. wedding. Yeah. Yeah. Frankie, yeah. did you have a big wedding quickly? Yeah. yeah. Look at you. <laughs> where did you get Where did you get married, Frankie? <laughs> where? Yeah. Where? Um, at Woburn Abbey. Oh, Woburn. Where, where's Woburn, Woburn Abbey? Abbey. As is, is that Woburn Abbey? As it's part of Woburn Safari. Like it's in that land. Oh, I've been there. But it's actually. like a like the posh part. So like it's got like deer just roaming. It's very pretty. Oh, nice. But I wanted to get married in Cannes. We found a place in Cannes, but um, to for that exact reason of that, then you would kind of whittle out the people that. <laughs> couldn't be asked to pay to come to your wedding or like people that you didn't really want to invite do you know what I mean the people that would make an effort to come would because it's you know yeah yeah, it's your wedding totally yeah Um, and then the people that really can't be asked wouldn't so then it brings the numbers down but my granddad didn't have a passport and he was like my only grandparent left at the time and I was like I can't get married without my granddad there so we got married in England and had a massive wedding but if I I did it again I I would have it smaller it's also difficult for people who can't afford it right because then they're yeah, exactly, but great. Then <laughs> you've got less meals to pay for. Because yeah. <laughs> it's fucking expensive. Yeah, 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 exactly. And you invite one person and then they've got a partner. That's the other thing. Yeah, so like, true. you can have like 50 people and then it's 100 people already. And you're like, some of them you've never even I, met. It's, a g- it's actually quite a good strategy to sort of filter out people, isn't it? Exactly. <laughs> or, or what happens is it does the complete reverse and you get everyone that you want they to want come. They want a holiday. Come, well, and well now, because everyone wants to go away, you'd get everyone turning up there, right? No, I don't know, though. You've got a mix. You've got, like, the people like Jamie that would just go oh, whenever they want oh, abroad. Listen, oh, yeah. listen. Um, I don't go. He thinks the, the, he thinks the rules don't scared. apply to him, Jamie. Look, listen, <laughs> listen. Firstly, can I just say, but my trip abroad, it was totally legal. It was absolutely fine. There were flights going. <laughs> listen, do you know who advised me to go abroad? Do you know who said you should go abroad? Broad. Do you know what? Frankie yeah. Bridge. She said you should. You should go. <laughs> she said, "Listen, You're full of you shit. did. You did." She said, "Listen, I know this great little spot. You should fly out there." And I went, "Are you sure, Frank? It's okay." You went, "Listen, have my flights. I can't. I can't do it. You should have my flights. Take it. Yeah. <laughs> you always take my advice. <laughs> but listen. But what's so funny though, Frank? I, I love the fact that you tried to because this is yours. <laughs> I love the, it's the same as me where. 
because you're socially anxious, you can't possibly say no to people. So what you do is you, you decide to try and have a wedding in Cannes. So you go, oh, you can't come? Oh, shame. <laughs> that's, and that's how you whittle everyone out. Exactly. Because it's like when you get married, people that you haven't seen for like 20 years feel like they should be invited. Well, what you when should like, do, what you should do is actually, this is, this is, like well, you know, you've, already, you've already done it, right? <laughs> but, but, but what you could do is you could say, okay, we're having a, we're having a wedding in Brazil. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and then, I don't know why Brazil, but it's far away. <laughs> and then well, as soon as anyone who, anyone who RSVPs, then you say, okay, you've passed the test. It's actually at Woburn Safari Park. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually genius that's actually it's genius really but anyway really going back idea. to my original my original point is that um sorry, yeah sorry just gonna educate you guys on something really really smart here so Can't wait. yeah well listen frankie you're gonna this is gonna blow your mind it's really is it's gonna be like dairy to you right, get okay it. all right here we go all right <laughs> So basically, so supposedly we're meant to have, we're meant to know 100, 200 people, and that's who we invite to our wedding, right? That's who we normally invite. And out of those 100, 200 people, we have a unique selling point. So something that's like personal to us, whether it's <clears throat> being the best mum, or being the best gymnast, or being the best well-dressed, or being the best podcaster. The best well-dressed? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the best well-dressed. The gymnast. I want to be the best well-dressed. The best gymnast. <laughs> well, I don't know. It's, it, you have something to yourself, right, that you go, oh, I'm really good at that. So you're not in competition with anyone and the problem with social media is is that we go onto social media and we have access to a million people and we see people who are doing more than us in fashion or doing more than us in media or doing more than us in this and that and so we go shit are we not doing enough all the time and in fact then we lose our unique selling point because we feel inferior to everyone else boom drop the mic see you later frank it's like a really long drawn out way it wasn't to yeah. it that. wasn't long but, and drawn out i don't i don't think you're the first person to uh, point that well, out realize that yeah. <laughs> listen first it wasn't long and drawn out if i was a professor at university they would honestly stand up and go what would you be a professor of Jamie? life that's what i would like yeah life <laughs> life that course he's that... really got he's really got that shit locked down <laughs> so but wise it, no but it, but it's true though right we do social media does that cause true. Yeah, it does doesn't it frank do you have, ever have moments where you just go right you know i've got to put a limit on social media and things that are not like concentrate on it for a bit because i do sometimes i just don't really scrolling. follow anyone yeah, well, uh, yeah, I don't really look at people's Instagrams well, as you, much You're now. definitely so looking like at mine because I was on holiday, so there you go. You, <laughs> so you're definitely looking at mine. I, uh, you're the only person that I look at. So. Um, yeah, I, I tend not to... I look at stories more than I look at grid posts because I think they're more normally more like in the moment and more of a natural moment yeah, yeah, rather yeah, yeah, than yeah, yeah. like the actual grid post. But also, I yeah, I, I look less. I used to kind of sit and scroll through <clears throat> more often, whereas now I can kind of post and not really have a nose at what everyone else is doing. But it's, it's one of those things. It's like, like sometimes I hate it but I kind of need it for work. But then also it can be a great community. Like for me, we're talking about mental health and stuff mm. like that. It's been amazing. Mm. But then on on the other hand, I can especially with all of this COVID stuff, what really started to annoy me was everyone was getting judgy of each other and like trying to call people out on like making mistakes of the rules and stuff like that. And it's like, look, we're always fucking confused as each other. Like, yes. don't go out, stay in, go to work, don't go to work, like, all that like if he can't explain it properly how is everyone else supposed to know and I think there are a lot of gray areas and like I don't know it's it was a weird one or like if I was like oh I'm having a really bad day today and then someone would be like oh poor you in your house with the garden and stuff like that and I was like 
No, I know. Like, I'm not, I'm not showing off. I'm just sharing. That's my experience. I'm not saying that other people are struggling less or more. It's all relative. Everyone's you know? finding. Yeah, everyone's finding it hard, and it annoyed me because I thought this is a time when everyone should be kind of coming together. And kind yeah, of it's, it each was. Other. But the thing is, there was a there was a time. There was a moment. There was a time. Where, like, early on in uh, early on in it, where where I never spoken to my friends and my family more, like in my life, you know. Like, yeah. I was, I was, be, you know, it was there was this time where it was all like everyone did come together, but then it just sort of changed, and everyone started getting really angry with each other. And it was so sad because it was like, why don't we just we just all agree that there was this really frightening virus out there that we were all worried. Yeah. It was a very traumatic experience for everyone at, at this one one moment. Um, you know, we should all kind of acknowledge that, I think, and be, yeah. be and, and continue and I, that, I, I, that sort of There you go, Professor. Well done, there Professor. You go, another Professor. I've been, I've been frustrated with the people that are kind of like, oh, it's all over the top, and it's, you know, this is, it's ruining. And financially for people, it's been horrendous, and you can't dismiss <clears> that. But then also, people have lost people. Yeah. And and I, I was having a conversation with a group of people the other day, and they were like, oh, it's just ridiculous. It's gone on for too long, and they're overreacting. And I was like, but you are going to think that until it affects you. Totally. Until you know someone directly that dies from it or whatever, you're not going to sit here and go, oh, it's just like flu that we get every year, because then it has directly affected you. Yeah, 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 yeah. So if it has affected you or someone you know, you're obviously going to also be more worried that, uh, about it. So obviously there's a middle exactly. ground where you just have to look at the data and look at the amount of people who are actually dying from it and the people who are actually getting it. So, so yeah. it, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a tricky one. But I do think that it's, it's sad. It's almost become so so politicized you know it's it's yeah. and 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 it's it, you know it i think it's in many ways it's almost worse than the whole brexit thing this sort of you know the, this new kind of divide and like whether you whether you're for the masks or not for, for against masks I, I mean, let's just all like calm down i think you know look at the data and 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 relax be kind yeah there we go hey listen and that's a brilliant way to nearly wrap up the end of part one because be kind, everyone. I love that, Frankie. That was. Hey, before we go, <laughs> Francis, you have to give us the answer to the question of the week. No, the, not the answer. The question of the, the week. Question. Oh yes. Yeah. Hold on. Okay. Where's your diary? Well, listen. We just we ran over. Frankie was just talking. Blah blah blah. I can't stop her. She just keeps bl- blabbling on. I can't. meant to do? Blabbling. <laughs> blabbering. I just was trying to lead her into the bit where she went, "Be kind," and I got her there in the end. <laughs> oh yeah, it was all you, Jamie. That was the, from the beginning. That was from the beginning yeah. that I just wanted. And you. Now who's blabbing? <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. All right. I've got. A, I've got. A, I've got a good one. The place where Hitler shot himself. <laughs> what, is, what, what is that now? What is that, what is that place now? <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, Frankie, I can't wait. As our guest, you have to go first. Where Hitler oh, shot... Off. No, you have to. I've got no idea. <laughs> Frankie, you think I did, do? I, don't, I didn't even remember that he shot himself. Did we know this? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, that's... It's a matter of public record. <laughs> unless you, unless you, oh, so you're suggest, suggesting that he actually escaped off to Brazil. <laughs> I'm not starting a conspiracy Frankie, theory. Frankie, God, Frankie's obsessed with heroin and that Hitler escaped to Brazil. <laughs> this is going to come out and my manager's going to be like, what the fuck did yeah, you yeah. do? Yeah, yeah, when we edit it down, it will, can't we? Yeah. <laughs> wow, Frankie was quite full on in that episode. <laughs> You're the one that brought up Hitler. Come <laughs> yeah. on. Okay, okay, I'll go, Frankie. I'll, I'll suggest first. You okay. go first. So yeah. I reckon the place where he shot himself. I reckon now it has it has become a 
I, I reckon it's become a a a a a, 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 a place where. Oh my god! You know, get it out. I'm trying to blabber. <laughs> I'm trying to get it out. I reckon it's become a place where it's it's nondescript. That it's not even a place on the map. Nondescript. <laughs> I don't know. Yes, the place where Hitler shot himself is now nondescript. <laughs> okay, I don't know, Frankie. You go. What do you think it is? I reckon it's now like like there's a. Statue there or something. I don't know. Statue? Statue? No, I don't know. No, like, it's just a wall with a plaque on it. Oh, yeah, interesting. You know, like an old wall. Yeah, it's an old wall with a plaque on it. There we go. I reckon that's it, Frankie. I reckon you nailed it there. Or, okay, okay, I reckon it's a hospital. A hospital? Yeah. What? Why do you say that? Because if you just googled, no, it. I haven't googled. I swear to God, but I reckon it's a hospital to to juxtapose juxtapose everything that he did within the war. Mm, well, is that your final answer? Yeah, that's my final answer. <laughs> okay, right, what listen, about everyone. Frankie? What's your what's your answer? Frankie's is a wall with a plaque on it. It's a wall. <laughs> it's okay. a wall with a plaque on oh, it. Oh, with a statue. Well, with it, so you think there's a statue of Hitler? <laughs> Hitler <laughs> no, shot himself here <laughs> with a gun. <laughs> I didn't go with the statue in the end, all right? <laughs> oh, God. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. I have no idea. Listen, okay, we're going to find out in part two, so don't worry. Frankie, you've got to stick around for part two. Oh, I don't think I have a choice. Yeah, you don't have a choice. <laughs> See you in part two. <laughs> Bye-bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., 